Hello, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Hamlet podcast with me, your host, Connor Hanrity. When we reach the end of each scene on our journey through the play, I thought it would be worthwhile to acknowledge some of the great interpreters and artists who have expanded and enriched it through the centuries. These selections will be somewhat arbitrary and somewhat determined by my own interests, as they must be. But I don't want them just to become a slightly belated set of obituaries either, so for this third episode I flipped the script entirely and chosen to pay a tribute to Sarah Bernhardt. Madame Bernhardt was, in her own lifetime, perhaps the most famous actor in the world. Predominantly based in Paris, where she was the artistic director and star of a succession of different theatres, she also toured the world and performed right up until the very end of her life. The history of French-language theatre would be remarkably the poorer without her contribution to it, and she gave renewed life to a great many of the most important works in the repertoire. The history of opera would also have been very different if she hadn't made successes of a substantial number of new plays, performing in their world premieres and cementing their position in the public imagination to the extent that composers were then inspired to turn them into operas. Without Bernhardt, it is safe to say that we probably would never have had the operas Fedora or Adriana Le Couvreur or Pelias and Melisande, which was the music that opened this episode, And certainly we wouldn't have had Tosca, the part she originated in Victorian Sardou's play in 1887, which of course went on to inspire Puccini at the end of the century. The role of Salome in the play by Oscar Wilde was apparently conceived with her in mind, but she never got to play it because the play itself was banned. But of all the performances she created... From Tosca, to Cleopatra, to Cordelia, to Phaedra, to Joan of Arc, to the Lady of the Camellias, none is more fascinating than her interpretation of Hamlet. Before we discuss that, I want to give a little background to this grandest of grand dames. There is a whole array of stories from Bernhardt's early career, from the time she graduated as a trainee actor and joined the Comédie Française of extravagant behaviour, of marriage proposals, even of physical violence. The myth was already under construction, a larger-than-life personality, and perhaps the world's first ever A-list actress. Rather appropriately for such a star actress, we don't have a precise date of birth, but the year was definitely 1844. By the time she was 30 in 1874, she was rejecting another marriage proposal, this time in words that have survived. The earnest suitor in question was Jean Mounet Souilly, himself a great figure in French theatre, famous not least as one of the first actors in the modern world to have success in the role of Sophocles' Oedipus Rex. Sarah and Jean were not to be, however, because he, she said, would never be enough for her. She was, she wrote, not made for happiness. Rather, she felt, she was made for sensation. My heart demands more excitement than anyone can give it. I'm an incomplete person. Small wonder, then, that she was so drawn at the literal fin du siècle in 1899 to play the role of Hamlet, which surely has more excitement than almost any other part. The play was adapted into lucid prose by Marcel Schwab and Eugène Morin. It wasn't the first time that Bernhardt had played a male character. She had already played Cherubino in Beaumarchais' original play of The Marriage of Figaro, among many others. 
But Hamlet, of course, is Hamlet. The English actress Elizabeth Robbins did us the favour of writing down some of her thoughts on seeing Madame Bernhardt's Hamlet, and I'll put a link to its full text on the page for this episode at our website, thehamletpodcast.com. I'm not going to quote the full text, as it's rather long and rather determined to focus on other performances that Mrs. Robbins has also seen, but she does describe in some detail the twelve scenes of Madame Bernhardt's Hamlet. And I quote, For a woman to play at being a man is, surely, a tremendous handicap in the attempt to produce a stage illusion. There may be room for difference of opinion about her success in simulating the passions, but there is no real difference of opinion about her successes in pretending that she is a man. However well she does it, and I do not believe it could be better done than in the instance under consideration, there is no moment in the drama when the spectator is not fully and calmly conscious that the hero is a woman masquerading, or is jarred into sharp realisation of the fact by her doing something that is very like a man. It is a case where every approach to success is merely another insistence on failure. Madame Bernhardt's assumption of masculinity is so cleverly carried out that one loses sight of Hamlet in one's admiration for the tour de force of the actress. This is not to say that she gives us a man, but rather Sarah Bernhardt playing, with amazing skill, a spirited boy, doing it with an impetuosity, a youthfulness, almost childish. Bear in mind that Sarah was 55 years old when she plays the part. Mrs Russell continues, discussing further details of the performance. In giving advice to the players, she was a precocious young gentleman who thoroughly enjoys laying down the law to plodding professionals. And in the play scene, with something a little reminiscent of an urchin swarming over an orchard wall, she crawls up to the throne till his eyes, as it were, not sombre and horror-stricken, but keen and glittering, are on a level with the king's, when he has surprised the guilty terror there. This Hamlet actually bursts out into peal on peal of laughter. His clever trick has succeeded. His schadenfreude overflows. Bernhardt's Hamlet was performed first in Paris and then toured to the Adelphi Theatre in London. It even managed a single performance at the Shakespeare Memorial Theatre in Stratford in June 1899. As well as this, the piece was recorded on film, making Bernhardt the first actor ever to play Hamlet on screen. There's something irrepressible about Bernhardt's charisma, and I get a great kick out of the fact that the first ever screen success for the role was performed by her, a woman speaking French. Not all of the feedback was positive, perhaps unsurprisingly. Mrs Russell wasn't entirely convinced, and indeed the English critic Max Beerbohm wrote... The only compliment one can conscientiously pay her is that her Hamlet was, from first to last, a truly grand dame. Bernhardt continued to perform scenes from Hamlet through the rest of her career, which took her all the way into the 1920s and well into her 70s. A bad accident on stage caused by Tosca's leap from the battlements of the Castel Sant'Angelo led to terrible trouble with her right knee, and the eventual amputation of most of the leg in later life. This in no way kept the Divine Sarah from the stage, mind you. She completed a final tour of the United States before she died in 1923, and she was buried at Père Lachaise Cemetery. Her funeral was an extremely elaborate affair, and some filmed footage of it has survived, which I'll also put on the bonus page on the website, 
The filmed portions of Bernhardt's Hamlet will also be there. Of all of the actors ever to have played the role of Hamlet, members of a select club who have scaled the heights of this Everest of roles, Bernhardt will always remain a distinctive, unique and powerful leading light. As no less a critic than Mark Twain said, there are five kinds of actresses. Bad actresses, fair actresses, good actresses, great actresses. And then there is Sarah Bernhardt.